1: This is Dr. Joseph A. Mills, Jr. of Agape M.C. Ministries of military Virginia. Thank you for tuning in to our Reigning in Life Through Faith radio broadcast. I pray that today's message will truly be a blessing to you. We
2: stand on. So, if you're ever in the Alexandria, Virginia area, come and stop by the embassy for one of our weekly services. We just wanted to say, we love you and we hope to see you soon.
3: Enjoy this powerful series from Dr. Mills entitled, Spiritual Authority, Gifts.
1: To know God is to know what He has you here for. To know that that God is God I am ha- I have an understanding that man God created me God created me to do what I'm doing now. Amen. And um, if I was someplace else I don't know if I'd be doing what I'm doing now. Because I'd probably be in the wrong place. Mm-hmm. To do what I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. Could to do what I'm doing now you understand? Someplace else on my own. I'm saying without God saying this is where you where you to do what you do. Because if Abraham could have done for God what he needed him to do in his in his country, he never would have told him to leave. Okay. Oh boy. Are you with me? Where where Abraham was, he couldn't do what God needed for him to do. So God says, Listen I want you to leave your family your 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 relatives, leave everybody. come go to a place I'm going to show you cause what I birthed you for is not in this place It's over here and, and it doesn't really matter at what point in time or what your age is, you understand what I'm saying? It's obvious that where he was born, he had to receive something from the place that he was born in in order to do what God called him to do. Are you with me? There are things that where you were born, you're going to get, that you're going to take to where he wants you to go because where you're going is really what he got you here for. Are y'all with me? Okay. So let's go back to um, let's go back to 1 Corinthians 12 chapter verse 18 There, Okay. Y'all with me? All right. Now uh, do this for for me. Um, turn with me to um, i got a couple of things I want y'all to see. Turn with me to First Peter fourth chapter. You all have seen this. I've shown this before.
4: <clears throat>
1: First Peter 4 and we look at verse 10. Well, we'll back it up a little bit. Verse 7 and then we'll read down. And Verse 10 is the key verse that I want you all to look at, okay? See, when you talk about I know who I am, you really got to know who you are. See, so I know who I am. See, knowing who you are will uh, allow you to leave your mama, your daddy, your, your friends, all them that you grew up with, all them who they want you to stay in contact with them. But God don't want you to have contact with them no more because they're actually keeping you from knowing what God wants you to know. See, knowing who you are gives you the liberty to leave. Oh, you understand what I'm saying see uh, a lot of times our knowing who we are is associated with our surroundings and and people that we grew up with and all that kind of thing you understand so you really don't know who you are but you just think you know who you are because of the people that you grew up with and they're giving you your identity as opposed to you having your own identity
3: amen amen amen
1: yeah, your, your 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 mama, your daddy, giving you your identity. And if you start looking like something else, they're gonna talk about you. Come on, man. Oh, come on. Man. See, if you start thinking different than what they were trying to instill in you when you were growing up, all of a sudden they they look at you. You're crazy. There's something wrong with you. Mm-hmm. But if you know who you are, come on. <laughs> yeah. Tell mama, mama, I love you. I respect you, but you don't know who I am. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I ain't gonna never disrespect mom. That's right. But mom, you don't know who I am. That's right. yeah, that's right. And because you don't know who I am, you really kind of disrespecting me. I don't know where y'all had these, uh, you know, y'all, y'all. <laughs> I don't know what kind of household y'all come out of. But, you know, um, you know, the household I came out of, you know. Uh, it got to a point where, you know, I, you know, I respected my mom. I had to tell mom, mom you don't know me. You don't know me. That's right. We grew up. I grew up in the, in the house. Mom, you don't know me. See, because nobody knows you but God. He's the only one who knows why you're here. Unless he has revealed. Now, If God reveals to your parents who you are, they will have a great respect for you. And they will, and they will encourage you to do what God encourages you to do. When they try to hold you back, they don't know who you are. Are Y'all all right? Okay. And I'm not talking about disrespecting parents because uh, I read in the word that, you know, um, my 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 life is long if I learn how to respect my parents. So I'm not I'm not telling anybody to disrespect their parents. There's there's a, there's a way to honor your father and mother and let them understand they don't know who you are. But Moses had to leave. I mean, not Moses, but Abraham had to leave. Come on, y'all.
2: How
1: y'all read the word? He said, look, leave your relatives. He took his daddy with him and he only could go but so far till his daddy died. And the daddy might have had an early death because he was with him.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. See, when, you, when, you, when you're out of place, who's supply, supposed to supply you with things that increase your life? You shorten it because you're out of place. Anybody understand what I'm talking about? We're talking about placed in the body and be in position. You understand what I'm saying? You prolong your life when you get to where God wants you to be. Yeah. yeah I ever tell you all this? <laughs> but I, got, I always got something, you know, that God spoke to me when we when uh, when I was about to start uh, this ministry I call it a ministry you know the church is you all so I didn't start you all Jesus did but I started this ministry that the churches gathered in I just, oh, just got to tell y'all something you understand so you got to understand something so anyway The Lord spoke to me and says, uh, he says, and I I never forget it because it it just kind of broke me down. He said, there are people waiting on you. That's an awesome thing for God to say to anybody, which meant that everybody was out of place until I got in place. I don't know where y'all... Somebody might get it at some point in time, you know what I'm saying? So now, who are you? Who is waiting on you for you to be in place so that they can get in place? Do you understand what I'm saying? How many fathers are out of place and their family can't get in place? How many mothers out of place? And the and that mm-hmm. family can't get in place. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. See, this thing is cross the board with any and everything, anything you can think of. We're talking about being set in place in the right place, so that we benefit one another. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Y'all understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And when you're out of place, you are now keeping someone else from the place that they should be in. And you could be shortening their life as well as yours, everything that you see in God 's word when God says, "Hey, if you choose this, not only are you going to uh, you going to benefit yourself but you're also going to benefit your offspring, whoever that offspring might be you yes, sir. Yes, sir. all understand what i'm saying so it's imperative then that that not, we don't get we don't get caught up with um you know um um, ethnic groups things like that you understand and, and and think that this is what no where does God want you to be? That's right. that's good. That's good. Because wherever God wants you to be that's where you're going to prosper. Amen. Amen. Your full prosperity comes from the place that God has designed for you to be in. Amen. Are y'all with me? And we should never think that because you know we you know I've been in places where you know you know look like I'm the only one there. But if I'm in the right place, I should never think that I am alone. Mm-mm, I'm where God wants me to be. If I know that I'm where God wants me to be. Now it's time to do what the word of God says. If you want friends, you must be friendly.
4: Amen.
1: That means that I have to become an associate of those who are around me because those who are around me are the ones who I have a supply for.
3: Right.
1: Oh, amen. amen. Oh man, yeah. Yeah, glory to God. Okay, so where did I tell y'all to go? 1 Peter 4, 7, okay. Uh, but the end of all things is at hand. Therefore, be serious and watchful in your prayers. And above all things, have fervent love for one another. That's what I'm talking about. What do you say? Have what? Fervent, fervent love for what? One for one another, for one another. For one another, say, do we have fervent love for one another? Make yourself friendly. Are you with me? Yeah, uh, and you know, and, and and we got people. Well, you know, I'm kind of a loner. What's your problem? See, the the reason that that uh, Eve was taken out of. Adam's side was because he didn't want Adam to be alone. Amen. Amen. So wh- what are you talking about? Amen. Well, you know, you know, um, it's kind of hard for me to make friends. What's your problem? <laughs> what is your problem? Are, are you, are you, are you born again? Because if you are born again, you don't have a problem making friends. Amen. All you got to do is just go up to somebody and introduce yourself. That's all you got to do. Don't wait for somebody to come and introduce themselves to you. Go and introduce yourself to somebody. Amen. Hello. Amen. <laughs> right, everybody coming in the church off all footed, walking out and not even speaking to nobody, not even shaking nobody's hand, saying, listen, I know you don't know me, but my name is Joe Mills. What's your name? Lenny. Lenny. All right. Glory to God. Good to meet you, Lenny. Bless you, man. Glory to God.
4: Yeah, take people out of that comfort zone.
1: Are you understanding? I don't even know how they're comfortable there. <laughs> they just trying to make out like they're comfortable. They're not comfortable. A lot of people walking around in misery. In the church. In the church. Because they won't become friends with nobody. And and then, you know, somebody look at them and then they say, well, you know, I don't know about that church because they don't love that. What? Are you loving? This is what it says right here. Am I reading right? And above all things have fervent love what for one another for love will never cover well will cover rather will never cover wow will cover a multitude of sins Amen. love will cover a multitude of sins Verse 9 says be hospitable to one another without what?
2: Grumbling.
1: Without what?
2: Grumbling. Without
1: grumbling. Let me ask a question. I'm just go and ask a question. How many of you all in here has never come up and introduced yourself to me? And I'm not talking about first time visitors. You never come up and just say, Pastor, how you doing? My name is so-and-so. You know, I've been coming for a while. We got people who do that. They come in, go out. Come in, go out. Come in, go out. And I see people. You understand what I'm saying? But are you hospitable? You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. You walk right by people are we hospitable? Now, we love. And this is, we love, we love, we we love more than most churches. You understand what I'm saying? We, we still, we still missing. We still need. Come on, talk to me. You understand what I'm saying? We still, we want to be in love with one another the way that, that Jesus loves us. Amen. Glory to God. Come on, talk to me, somebody. Are y'all with me? Don't be concerned about how somebody looks. You don't know what their problem may be or may not be. Forget about the ugly face or them looking down. You don't look like they don't want to talk to you or whatever. Go and and, and stretch your hand out to them anyway and say, hey, listen, I just want to bless you today. I just want to bless you today. My name is. What's your name? Are y'all understanding what I'm saying? Yeah. Glory to God. Talk about being the body.
3: Hey WAVA family, this is Pastor Jay thanking you for your continuous support of the Reigning in Life through Faith Radio broadcast. Before we let you go I want to highlight a few key points from today's message on the subject of spiritual authority as it relates to the gifts that God has given us. As believers we must know who we are in Christ to effectively operate in our specific areas of gifting. In Ephesians 2.10 in the NIV it says for we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works which God prepared in advance for us to do. This scripture lets us know that God created us for doing work on his behalf by utilizing the gifts he's placed inside of us. God has designed and equipped us with what we need to bring his will on earth. Knowing who we are in Christ gives us the confidence that we need to act boldly when using our gifts. God knew us before the foundation of the world and purposely designed us according to the plans He has for us. So it's important that we don't allow outside influences to contaminate the plans that God has for us. When people say things that don't line up with what God says about us, we need to block out those words and meditate on who God says we are. Surrounding ourselves by believers who see us the way God sees us, rather than people who see us the way the world sees us, will help us to stay on the plan of God. Amen. Along with knowing who we are in Christ, we must find out from God what specific instructions we need to adhere to for the plan of God to manifest in our life. In today's message, Dr. Mills referenced Abraham, the father of many nations, and how he obeyed God with specific instructions concerning his life. So let's take a look at this example. Genesis the 12th chapter verses 1 through 4 from the NIV translation and it reads like this Abram go from your country your people and your father's household to the land that I will show you I will make you a great nation and I will bless you I will make your name great and you will be a blessing I will bless those who bless you, and all the people on the earth will be blessed through you. So Abram went as the Lord had told him. As we can see in this passage of scripture, God needed Abram in a specific place at a specific time for his will to manifest on the earth. Abram's obedience towards God not only allowed him to be blessed, but also all those associated with him. That included his family, friends, and even reached people that he didn't even know. We must understand the importance of knowing when and where God wants us to be. He knows the set time and place where our gifts will be the most effective. Just like Abram, the people we encounter will be blessed because of our presence in their lives. I thank God today for a couple who my wife and I met many years ago named Fred and Joan. Because Fred and Joan were obedient to God's word for their lives, they became marriage counselors. When my wife and I were going through a very tough time in our marriage, Fred and Joan were available to teach us in a way that not only saved our marriage and family, but it also caused us to have a heart for those struggling in their marriages. And now we help save marriages and families from falling apart. Had Fred and Joan not been obedient to God and had they not been exactly where God needed them to be, I'm sure my life will look totally different than it does today. I have a beautiful marriage and family, and Fred and Joan were very instrumental in that. As believers, we have the God-given authority to use our gifts to influence people and situations here on earth. In order to carry out this mandate, having the proper attitude is essential. God's will can only be done if we're operating in love for one another. God is love, and He expects the same thing from His children. We should be looking for opportunities to be a blessing to others. Paul reminds us of this in Ephesians, the fourth chapter, in the first three verses, saying, I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling that you've received. Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. Make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. When we encounter people, we must always do a self-evaluation to see if we're operating in the spirit of love. How do you know if you're operating in love? that's a good question to ask you can do several things you can always ask the Holy Spirit are my motives pure or is God getting the glory from my actions since the Holy Spirit is our teacher he can give us a specific course of action to take in any situation remember God's wisdom is available to us at all times knowing our authority and using our gifts will maximize the fulfillment of God's plan in our lives amen well family that's all we have time for today we here at the Embassy are sure that you've gained some wisdom and understanding from this broadcast. Remember to use your spiritual authority through your gift while at the same time walking in love for one another. This is Pastor Jay and we'll see you next week. Same time, same place.
4: To receive your gift of today's message on CD, simply send your donation of no less than $10 in the form of a check or money order to... Agape Embassy Ministries, 5775 Barclay Drive, Suite 7, Alexandria, Virginia, 22315. Visit us on the web at www.agapeembassy.org. Dr. Mills invites you to listen to the broadcast for more Reigning in Life Through Faith.